now, I, if you're new to the call, my name's Jamie Kaplan, and I lead the National Hydrous User Group leadership calls every month. Um, so we we usually meet from 1 to 2 o'clock, um, and then later in the afternoon, we have another call from 3 to 4 o'clock Eastern Time, and that's a topic-specific call. And that one's open to all hazardous users. So as leaders of the different user groups or people who are playing key roles in terms of the hazardous program, if you can let other folks know about the topic-specific call, I would appreciate that. Um, today's topic-specific call will feature Frank Lavelle from ARA. He's one of the hazardous developers, and he's going to give us a presentation about coastal storm surge modeling with Hazus 2.1. And it will be um, a web-based presentation. So if you don't have that link, I can tell you now it's thema.connectsolutions.com backslash how the topic. But it's also that link um, is also on the usehazus.com website. So uh, I can re I'll repeat it again at, uh, at the start of the next call. But um, if you can get online to watch that, that would be great. And if Frank approves it, we'll post the presentation on the website in the future. Just so you know, I am going to um, record this call for future podcasts. I try and record all of the calls. It doesn't always work out ideally, but um, that's my intent is to record them for podcasts. So. While we're on the call, if you're not participating and you want to put your phone on mute, that's fine. Go ahead and do it. But please don't put the phone on hold because we end up listening to music and it, it really destroys the call. Has anybody else joined us who would like to give me your name? Okay. Uh, a couple other announcements that I have, um, and then I want to hear from each of you. The February Hazus Hot Zone has been released. It's in the FEMA library. It's also um, there's also a link on the youthhazus.com homepage. So uh, if you have a chance to take a look at that, it's a good one. And we are gradually beginning work on the next hot zone. Uh, so if there's something that you're interested in seeing in print, a story that you think is relevant to share with the user community, then please let me know couple other calls that we have coming up. Um, tomorrow, the Canadian Hug has a call at 1.30 Eastern Time. Thursday, the CHUG, which is the Central Hazardous User Group, is scheduled to have a call. And April 4th, the Rocky Mountain Hug has a call scheduled. Um, so we do have a number of things coming up. And one of the best ways to keep track of those calls is to look at the calendar that's on Use Has Us. Um, and if you see something or you don't see something on the calendar that you know of, then let me know because I'm trying to keep that up to date with uh, courses as well as conferences and hub meetings. So it's kind of a one-stop shop for anything related to Hazus as much as I can um, keep it going. But I need your help with that. So definitely keep an eye on it, and if I'm missing something, just tell me, and I can post it up there pretty easily. One thing I noticed in terms of prepping for today's call is there are a number of conferences coming up in April, and as we go through this call, if you're someone who's planning to attend a conference in the next month or so, 
let me know, and if you don't mind, I'd love to get um, a person or two who's willing to kind of report out in the future about the conference that they've attended, because I think that um, there's some good things coming in the future. All right, um, I'm going to turn the call over to Margaret briefly, and she's going to um, give us an update on Hazus 2.1. Um, first of all, I think everybody probably um, knows where to find the 2.1 documents as far as technical manuals and the getting started document that is a summary, essentially, and probably the best tool to initially review and skim. And then the manuals, of course, provide more detailed information. Getting started is in the FEMA library. I know we mentioned that last month, and we shared that on some of the group calls as well. And if you have any questions, you can ask me and Jamie, as always, and you have our contact information. But there's another thing that I wanted to mention about 2.1. Um, some folks have asked questions about the Washington State data. And for those of you who have had questions about that, um, in the last probably few weeks, there has been a correction to that, and that is going to be sent it. Well, it's going to be sent out to the folks who would have a need for that data um, probably in the next few weeks because reproduction has started again as of a week ago, and that is being resolved. So if you have any concerns with that, let us know, or if you don't receive what you need, please let us know as well. It was just Washington State data set. It wasn't any other um, state, so if you don't really have a need for that, then can disregard the information, but for those of you who would potentially use that information or close to the West Coast, then if you have already ordered it, then uh, that new information will be coming to you just for that state. Um, that's kind of a new thing that's there, and I noticed there's been a lot of questions here and there on the help desk, and I've seen it on the social media. I keep putting them out there. The developers are answering them through social media. Um, but the help desk is always your number one tool, and if you have any questions, come directly to us. That's great. Does it, thank you, Margaret. Does anybody have a question about 2.1? No. Please share now if you do. Have people received discs they've ordered? I have gotten a couple emails with people who haven't received their discs. Is anybody having a concern? I have one more question. Has anybody installed and used 2.1? Uh, Jamie, Giovanna uh, from Delaware. Yes, uh, we did install Hazus 2.1 here. We didn't have the chance to use it yet, but uh, we are getting ready to use it. That's great. I do have a question. It's Philip uh, from EMI. Does anyone actually know <coughs> the minimum well, the, the recommended amount of RAM memory required for 2.1, has it gone up or will still run on you know, one or two uh, gig? I can't find I, anything I, in the literature. I'm not sure, but we could certainly find out. Yeah. The only thing I got from the uh, developers was, well, it should run on anything. Uh, no, it don't. <laughs> so right. I don't anybody else had any experience with that. To my knowledge, Phil, there hasn't been a significant change there because um, of the updates. There's not any 
additional information that makes it considerably larger. Okay, good. That is good to know. Thanks. Mm -hmm. I can share with all of you, I'm not somebody who runs houses on a regular basis, but did create study region with 2.1 the other day just to make sure it was working on uh, some computers at UMass Amherst where we're going to do some training. So I'm pretty proud of that fact. It was only a study region, but it was a start. And it did work. So that was nice. Um, all right, other questions about 2.1? Okay, I have um, an, one more announcement and then a question for you. The announcement is that next month our topic-specific call, which is scheduled for April 30th, which is a Monday. I know we don't usually have calls on Monday, but this is what's going to work out for April. Um, is it a Monday? I think it is. Yes, it's a Monday. Um, Nikolai Tadra from AVS Consulting, he's one of the flood developers, is going to give us a presentation about the flood model, um, specifically with 2.1. Uh, so he's got a PowerPoint. He showed it to me already. It's great, and uh, we'll go ahead and review that with him at the end of April. Now, my question for all of you is, I'm, as I mentioned on our last um, leadership call, I'm working on our my database of all of you and how I communicate with you guys um, via email. And I'm pretty happy with the Google Calendar that we're using in Utahs, and I would like to um, email invites to those events specifically through the calendar. And I think that the easiest way for me to do it is by creating a Google group, because then I can sort of send one email to the calendar um, event, and each of you would get it. But I want to get a little feedback from you guys about that. And um, I know as Hug Leaders, you're maintaining your own lists and communicating with your groups. And I know that everybody's doing it slightly differently. And I, we've had these conversations a little bit in the past. But I just want to get your feedback on, on what you thought about my idea. Does anybody have any thoughts about it? I'm fine. Just go more. OK. So if I invited you to the Google group, you would you would have to join it, but that would also give you the ability to change your email in the future or your participation level. You would manage that a little bit, which I think might be helpful to keeping the list accurate. Anybody else with any thoughts? Just a question. It's for, that doesn't mean you need to be registered with Google, right? You have to I don't have know that you, Google email Fred, or some other. You don't. You know, you wouldn't have to have Gmail or anything like that. But you would have to join the Google group. I think. I don't think I can just put your email in the group. Right. You can put them in the group, Jamie. Oh, you can. Yeah. Once you've created it, you can. What it'll do is it'll. You can send direct invites to them. Uh huh. And then they. Uh -huh. you, can and then they you can put them in, or you can. You can invite them. We're getting a link to it. There's a lot of different ways. It's pretty friendly. Okay. The problem in the past with it in Florida is every once in a while, um, because somebody replies, it replies to the group. Right. And, it, and when somebody's been, like, out of office and had didn't set their out of office right, it's kind of bounced to everybody. That was kind of the only issue we've ever had. Oh, yeah, that's a house. Okay. 
Well, I may seek your help if you don't mind, Chris, in the future. Sure. sure. Anybody else with some thoughts about it? All right. Well, if you don't mind being patient with me as I explore, we may try it. And if you hate it, then give me feedback that you don't like it. Um, and we'll kind of take it from there. All right. Um, has anybody else joined the group where I didn't get your name? I think we have a few new people on. Jamie, it's uh, Melissa Brian. Berry. Okay, hold on. I got Melissa Berry. And Brian, is that you? Brian Schumann in Region 2. Yes, hi. Hi, Brian. Sorry about the, the phone number problem. Great. I've got almost everybody listed. All right. Anybody with some announcements for the whole group before we sort of go around and see what we have? Uh, Jamie, um, I missed the last national um, hug that we had, but um, I just wanted to make sure that people know that Delaware started the state um, uh, hug uh, just the 27th of February. So now we're getting ready to get uh, make the agenda for the next call now in April. Great. That's wonderful, Savannah. Do you want to give us some more information about the Delaware hug and what you're hoping to do with it? Sure. Um, we we had um, the way we we started was um, we had we had last year uh, a workshop that. Uh, we had the presence of Eric Berman, the, the manager of the Hazards Program, and uh, during his presentation, he actually asked the audience, how many of you actually know Hazards? How many of you use Hazards? And then we had like half of the audience raising their hands. And so then he looked at me and he said, okay, I think you have enough people for you to start a Delaware user group over there. <laughs> so... Um, that uh, basically triggered for uh, the, the the organization of the Delaware hug here, and um, so I did contact some people in the specific, and then we finally had the chance to have the the hug. And um, what was interesting during the the first call was that many of the people actually do um, know hazards, have interest in hazards. Uh, they do have some questions, and they do want more information about it. And um, we have our mitigation officer that um, is in the same building that we are located here. And he's like, oh, I, I want to really, really have all the data customized the best as possible so we can do a level two analysis and I need your help, and so this already triggered a little side meetings and stuff like that, and so we have some work being done much faster than I'm being able to ask you to help us put the information online for everybody to take a look. Um, so th there is a push right now for all this to be happening. Fantastic. Well, keep us posted, and uh, if I can be helpful, of course I'm willing to, so just let me know. Yeah, and uh, just the other thing that um, we were actually talking about was the possibility to have like a data warehouse to, to share data, uh, the data that we've been working on to update and customize 
I don't know how much the other hugs would have interest on this, but this is something that I was requested by the group to bring to you and to the group and find out if um, if we can perhaps bring this idea and based on this then perhaps open a little door with FEMA and say, hey, if we update our information, can you have a validation process over there? So whenever we do the analysis and we submit a report, it would help in terms of cost, in terms of speed to processing, the, the request for grants and funds and whatever. And so I said, okay, I'll take this to the National Hague and let's see what Jamie can help us with. Okay. Um, well, what's that? How does that compare to the um, to what you're doing in South Carolina with the portal? Uh, well, the, the portal is kind of at a standstill right now. Um, with Hazard 2.0, there was some issues kind of um, working with the old data that we had created in there, so we're kind of figuring out how to work that better. But um, it's, it's similar. I've talked with the Delaware Schmel a few times about doing some of that data collection and things like that, and I think um, I think you communicate that with the Hazard user group there. And uh, I, I mean, I think it's something that's gonna we're gonna all have to do these statewide data collections. And um, I mean, we're 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 continuing our endeavor. We're just kind of in a very slow holding pattern right now. <laughs> um, so I guess we're 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 going in the same direction as Delaware, I believe. Okay. And Chris, do you have something similar in Florida? Um, with the statewide data collection? Yeah. No, there hasn't been a lot in a, in a while. In the past, one of the, the hopes of the portal was that the Division of Emergency Management was going to be able to um, maybe incentivize communities to push their data into the portal through HMGP or through some other mechanism, but I don't think that ever really took off. Okay. Okay, and um, I guess, Savannah, what we'll have to do is sort of continue the conversation and, and see if um, FEMA headquarters has some thoughts and some input about the direction that it can go and in, in terms of if it, they can be supportive. Okay, okay, okay. That's good. And that's good. I think we, we actually need to perhaps um, put a reasoning, a justification uh, behind the request, and of course, uh, Delaware by itself cannot move this type of, of request, so that's why I was asked to bring this to the National Hog and see if the other states would agree that this would be of interest to everybody. So, thank you. Jamie, this is John Janowitz. Can I chime in for a second? Absolutely. And I need to introduce myself I'm from FEMA Region 3. I'm the Risk Analysis Branch Chief. And we've been uh, without a, a hazard point of contact here at the regional office for quite some time. Uh, but uh, I'm very excited to hear about what's going on in Delaware. And I've been uh, aware of the meetings and uh, also contact from the Delaware Schmo. Uh, Dave Carlson, about that particular topic of um, what to do with improved data. So 
we hope to have a new person we've uh, on board here in uh, uh, in just about six weeks and uh, really get back on track with uh, the Philadelphia office's connection to Hazus and Hazus user groups. So uh, if, if, if people can be patient for just a little while longer, Region 3 will be back in the game and, and uh, help to support uh, Delaware get started and, uh, and also support the other groups that are out there in the Mid-Atlantic. So, um, but it's great to hear the, the Delaware story. Uh, thanks for sharing all that. John, thank you. And as you get somebody in that position, just let us know how we can all be helpful in getting them up to speed, because we certainly are happy to. Thank you very much. Sure. Sylvana, do you have any final thoughts or questions about it? Um, um, usually, when when we start these type of conversations, um, for for it to get some speed and some strength, I think we need to put together a document. Um, so I'm 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 thinking I can start putting a little paragraph or two, and I'll send to you and. And if you okay. could share this with the other hogs and see whatever they want to complete or change or, you know, but I think maybe like a, a little form on this topic. So how can we actually interface with FEMA? Because I, th I think uh, things tend to take a little bit of time to really get the full body for things to be able to move on. I think, yeah, I think, I agree. Yeah, I think that would fit. Okay, well, thank you for bringing that to the group. Um, I think it's applicable to all the groups, uh, like you mentioned. That's great. All right, Gary, do you want to give us an update of what's going on in Nevada? Sure. Uh, here in Nevada, we are, we just seem to have a, a ton of earthquakes uh, in different places around. We have several swarms going on right now. and uh, And so what I try to do is, is keep our users uh, in the users group sort of up to speed on on hazards and being able to run events. So in case something actually actually gets to that level of a 5.0 or greater, that uh, that they're able to uh, stay in touch with and be able to do the hazards runs the way they should be done. So uh, last year at our Nevada Geographic Information uh, Systems uh, conference. We had a, uh, a practice run before the conference, and then we uh, had people submit their results and talk about it during a luncheon. And so this year, we're again in May, we're going to be having a, a conference down in Las Vegas. Anyone's invited to go to that. And we're going to, I'll be submitting a, or sending out to the users group um, a practice run on on that area last year our theme was are you ready <clears throat> excuse me are you ready to rumble and this year our theme is going to be did you feel it and and what uh, the the process is is that we're going to encourage the users to be able to uh, to generate a shake map out of hazards and uh, uh, and so I don't think any of them have done that so during the conference we're going to have a workshop. On how that's actually done, and uh, I, I expect most of them will do a typical uh, arbitrary event. But uh, 
to go to the next level to be able to produce that uh, shake map, uh, I'm going to share that process that we go through. So it, it should be pretty good. Uh, I'm excited about uh, different people are sort of on the edge of their chairs waiting for this. They know something's coming up, but uh, they don't know exactly what or where. And, uh, and that will all be coming out on May the 1st, and they'll have 15 days to, uh, uh, to get that prepared. Uh, it should take about an hour, but, uh, uh, you know, that, that way it will give us time afterwards that we uh, have workshops, uh, go-to-meeting workshops during the year to keep people up to speed on that. So that's sort of what's going on here in Nevada. That sounds terrific. I know you've done that before, and um, please make sure to include us in a sort of report out in May afterwards. Yeah, you'll get the event also. You're on my list. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Anybody with some questions for Gary about this? All right. Well, I think it sounds pretty cool. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of folks interested with it here in Nevada, so that's, that keeps them on the edge of their chairs all the time. That's good. That's good. I think anything we can do to get people actively using Hazus and talking about it makes it easier to manage the groups, and um, it certainly progresses the program. Thank you. Phil Moore, do you want to introduce yourself and give us a little update on what's going on with training? Yeah. Uh, what we have is all the classes all the way through the end of the year, a fiscal year, which ends in uh, September, they're pretty much all filled up, uh, at least the ones here at EMI, except for one. It's the uh, new course, uh, E-179, which is the Hazards for Disaster Operations. That one currently only has uh, about seven or eight students in it, and it's coming up here in, oh, my goodness, I'm sorry, E-176. I'm looking at the wrong calendar. E-176 has this for floodplain managers, only has seven students in it right now, and it's coming up April 23. So if you have anybody that would like to attend that one, that would be excellent. All the rest are pretty much filled up. We're also uh, conducting a number of courses, uh, L-series courses, throughout the nation. So uh, just be aware of that. We're doing a lot more of those instead of uh, more of them here on campus. We just don't have the bed space anymore, it seems like. That's exciting. It is. The, uh, like I said, the classes are all filled all the way through September 30th. And next year we start another round. That's great. Do you want to give us a little bit of an update about regional courses and things that you know about or how folks can go forward with planning regional-based courses? If you want to do some regional courses, uh, the best thing you can do is work with the state itself and then also the FEMA regional training officer. Uh, that way, uh, as a HUG uh, member, you can, uh, you'll can you have an inside track with them. Uh, you would have to pay for uh, all of the, um, well, whoever does it, usually the state or the local city or county, they would have to pay for the actual instructor uh, fees. We can't reimburse currently for stipends to get people out there and back in hotels, things like that. So typically it's done at a uh, local level uh, so that people just drive there um, and go through the course. Uh, we, though, if we get six weeks' notice, we need six weeks' notice, uh, email to me is all I need, uh, I will be able to print up all the student manuals and CDs and then provide them right to your doorstep. 
uh, or whatever address you want to send them to. That way, all those materials are taken care of. The local place where you need to set it up will have to supply the computers, and uh, the license for ArcGIS, and then the Hazards program can just be loaded onto those computers. Uh, we've seen it done with as little as uh, seven or eight students to as many as like 40 and 50 students. Uh, so it's uh, very versatile, and it really does save a lot of costs, and uh, we can go from there. That sounds good. Any questions for Phil? I know questions come up all the time about training, so here's a good opportunity to ask him. Phil, you mentioned some L-series courses. What, what are the L-series? I'm sorry. Uh, we have different codes. Don't ask me where they started. E, like E313, the basic has this. E means taught here at EMI. L-series courses, L313, means a course not taught here at EMI, but it gets the same exact credit. Thank you. Don't ask me how what L stands for. Nobody can figure that out. It was lost somewhere back in the 80s. All right. Um, I'm just going to move down our list towards encouraging people to participate, but uh, don't feel pressured. If you don't have anything to add or you don't feel comfortable, that's okay. Um, Bert, do you want to give us a Canada update? Certainly. Um, Thank you. With the uh, updating of Hazard to 2.1, a Canadian version was created, and it permits people to do earthquake analysis in Canada using uh, provincial databases in lieu of state databases. And uh, so that's available now. And in light of that, uh, Natural Resources Canada in Canada put on with uh, Kevin Mickey a uh, beginner's course in Vancouver at the end of February, and 22 people took that. And uh, another uh, version will be held in eastern Canada uh, either May or June, uh, also with Kevin's help. And uh, really the stages we're at with the Canadian Users Group is encouraging people to find out about it and use it and support the few people who have begun applying it here. Uh, so that's generally how things have gone so far. That's great. Does anybody have some questions for what um, Bert's up to in Canada? All right. Well, he does have a um, call coming up tomorrow. So if you are interested and have some time at 1.30 tomorrow, there's a Canadian hub call. All right. Um, Jeff, do you want to give us an update about the Rocky Mountain Hug? Uh, sure. The, uh, as you mentioned earlier, we're having our next conference call on April 4th. Um, that's 1 p.m. Mountain Time. And the topic of that call is going to be where is risk map now and how has it fits into the risk map program as it evolves. Um, so Shane Parson from URS is going to be the speaker, and that should be an informative uh, talk. And he's also going to talk about the average annualized loss study that uh, FEMA completed um, using hazards under their risk map program in, in 2010. So uh, 
that call is uh, available to um, to anybody that wants to. You don't have to be in the Rocky Mountain region. So, um, and I think the details are on the uh, uh, hazards uh, webpage. Um, other than that, uh, just uh, we, we did have a, a hazard earthquake training back in January. One of those held in Denver, which was was good to have a that training um, out here. Um, and then we used HAZUS to support a um, an earthquake exercise. We AMEX working on a local energy assurance plan for the city of Wheat Ridge, Colorado, which is um, suburb west of Boulder. I'm sorry, Denver. And uh, they're developing this plan to plan for uh, long-term uh, power outages and contingencies with fuel. Um, gas shortages, that kind of thing, and we use houses to uh, simulate a six, six and a quarter magnitude earthquake um, on the Rocky Mountain Arsenal Fault in the Denver metro area, which uh, would do some damage and cause some uh, long-term um, impacts to utilities. So, um, so that's kind of what's been going on out here. All right, terrific. Thank you for giving us the update. Chris, do you want to give us an update from Florida? I could, but there's not much going on, unfortunately. I know. I'm hoping uh, hoping we have some participants in the uh, coastal surge call later today, because I think that's of interest to, to the users down here. Uh, Definitely. In the... Our little LinkedIn group's up to nine people now, so that's kind of slowly, once a week, I get a, a user or two that wants to join that group, so keep it okay. if that ever starts to take off. I think that's good. good. All right. Well, um, mentioning social media makes me uh, remember to mention to all of you that the Hazus group, the general Hazus group on LinkedIn, has been getting some more participation. And I know that Eric Berman at FEMA headquarters, he's the Hazus Program Manager, um, he pays attention to what's posted in that group um, or on that thread, I guess. Um, so if you're looking for something that's pretty active in terms of Hazus in social media, the LinkedIn group is um, definitely moving forward. All right. Um, Melissa, do you want to give us an update? Um, sure. Um, there actually has not been much uh, activity the past quarter because I've been out of town for, I think, uh, two-thirds of it, either in travel or um, honeymooning, stuff like that. So there really isn't much to say this, um, this time around, but I am working on getting a guest speaker for a call hopefully in the next um, week or, or two or three weeks. I had a call planned, but... Um, in North Carolina stole my uh, guest speaker, and I didn't want to make him speak eight times in a row to the same region. So um, I'm working on a, on a backup plan right now. Um, so we don't really have any updates, but that's kind of where we're at. Okay, fair enough. Um, great. Now, I know there's a few other folks on the call, and some you don't always part participate, so I'm... Um, a little reluctant to just call you out, but is there somebody else who's on who would like to give us an update of what's going on in your region or share with us what motivated you to participate today? 
We're glad you're here. All right. And Thank Brian, you. or do you want to give us any um, additional updates from your regions? Hi, uh, this is Brian. Um, going to Puerto Rico next week to uh, get the uh, CTP for hazardous data development going in Puerto Rico. Um, and that, other than just we continue to do um, uh, flood analyses for all our counties in New York, uh, that's about it. That's what's going on in Region 2. Okay, great. I love how you just say you're going to Puerto Rico for flood analysis. It doesn't matter anymore because it's just as hot in New York these days. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. It's pretty warm up here in Massachusetts also. Um, yeah, but it does pretty easily roll off the tongue there. Uh, all right. Other people who want to give us an update? Okay, um, so let me just open it up in general. Does anybody have anything else that they'd like to chat about on today's call? Things that you're concerned about in terms of leading your hugs? Anything that you need help with? Hey, Jamie, this is Margaret. Um, why don't we run our idea about doing sort of the 2.1, you know, workarounds, fixes, tips, all of that, and you know, a couple of months and see what the leaders think about that. Okay, well, we do have um, Frank presenting at 3, and then Nikolai is going to give a presentation next month. But you mean more uh, more hands-on? Um, Jamie and I talked about oh, probably when 2.1 first came out that in a few months we'd like to see um, – how many people order it and then download it, just like Sylvana just said that she got it but she, she installed it, but she hasn't utilized it yet. We think as more people start utilizing it, people have good information to share and good tips and workarounds. With, do you think as leaders that that would be beneficial to your groups or beneficial for you to get and take back to your group? Like as more people actually use the new version? Don't all think at once. Here, uh, one of the things that uh, we started doing was also sharing the CD with some of our uh, colleagues inside of the the, the HAG because we, we are so close. Delaware is... It's so small. We get the chance to talk very easily to each other. So we did share the CD to be able to put in different machines and so start to have different people look at it. And um, so um, this really, really helps. Um, and some of the other things that, uh, for example, I myself am doing, I'm teaching now, and part of my class is, the exposure of the students to hazards, and so I'm bringing them here to actually see and find out what it is, and so it's 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 some freedom that people are having to be able to see all this, and I also gave them our phone number for this call today, and I said, hey, if you want to understand how the world works, take a peek on what we're going to be talking today. So I'm. I, th I think to be able to share things, that that should help also. 
that sounds great. All right, other people with um, some input for today? This is Bert. Yeah, I had a question from Margaret. Uh, it's on the. You talked about a revision that was needed for Washington because of the data issue. Uh, yes. Could you outline how that would work? Let's say Canada has a an issue that created in their release. Like, what 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 should be done to be able to catalog it and and potentially get a fix? Um, well, it's not really a fix per se. It's that you need new data and new disks are being sent out. There was just an error, Bert, on the disk when they were copying. Oh, the actual CD, when it copied that particular data set. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we, we, have, we were wondering about uh, uh, what to do about such things in, in the future as well, in terms of um, well, typically, that might have been incorporated in the system. I think I understand what you're asking. First of all, you always go to the help desk initially. Um, and if it was, you know, like an actual piece of information that was on a CD and, the, and all of the needs, all the data needed to be updated, then that would be sent out. Otherwise, we usually send out, um, the help desk will work with you directly or you know, if there was other information that needed to be shared, that's something we could do through Gov Delivery or um, and or probably go Gov Delivery, and it would be disseminated through our other means, such as a flyer or a blurb in the hot zone, things of that nature. All right. Does that answer your question a little bit more? Yeah, it does. Thanks. Okay. Good. All right. Anybody else? These calls are really open for us to talk about whatever you want to, so that's why I don't have a specific agenda to guide us through the entire hour. Jamie, uh, I, I'm Silvana again. I did uh, mention before, and um, now things are going to start to really get on a time frame. Um, I, I'm I'm, a, I'm the chair for a subcommittee with the Transportation Research Board, and uh, for next January, so next year, uh, we usually we define activities, workshops, sessions, and stuff like that. And uh, one of the suggestions was to bring Hazus, um to, to CRB and have a Sunday workshop. And this would be focusing um, on transportation. Can we try to identify people that would have work with hazards um, looking at transportation? Can we do this through you? Because um, later on, I'll more than gladly send the call and everything as we get this a little bit more structured. But because we are looking to have a workshop, uh, we need we need people that are interested and are doing research and are using and so um, I, I need some help to be able to make sure the people that use have would get the information and perhaps would participate. Okay, did somebody else just join our call? All right, I didn't know if we had some new folks come on. Um, 
Uh, I think that's a good idea, Sylvana. And one thing we could do is try and um, put something out in social media. Also start a thread on the forum on the Utahs website to see um, to see if you could generate some interest that way. And as it firms up in terms of when you're going to have these meetings, you know, I know you said January, but a little bit more specifically what's going on, we could um, publish something. And I don't know if we could send it through Gov Delivery. I'd have to look into that. But I'd be happy to work with you on it. Thank you. Sure. All right, guys, I think we'll wrap it up for today, but let me just remind you that we do have um, Frank Lavelle giving a presentation from 3 to 4 Eastern time today, and I hope you can make it. And that is a webinar, so um, please check the website so that you have the uh, link for that. And if you've got any questions, let me know. And just so you know, I'm, I'm here for you, not just, you know, uh, once a month, but if you need something in the interim, just let me know. And I think that's it for today. So thank you so much for participating.